want something more than just physical. It's been a while since you met someone original. Word. You spend your time drinking wine in your living room. All that good pussy can't find the one to give it to. Future Don, good morning. Good Monday morning, Future Don. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey I, I'll do it at Sunday night. I normally do it at okay. Sunday night. Yeah. Good night. Good night, Future Don. You're going to have a great yeah. week. Future Don, I want you to know this week is going to be great. You, you know, your show went well. You tripped on the way out, but then you got right back up. <laughs> and I'm really proud acting of like you. nothing happened. And you yeah. acted like nothing happened. And you mm-hmm. laughed a little bit on the inside. And you might have cringed in the shower the next day when you thought about it again. <laughs> but I want you to know that this week is going to be better than that. <laughs> I'm glad that you got like the the cringe afterwards because that always happens. Like oh, even yeah. even now when I try to go to sleep, I'll just like remember something that I did. Me and all day like... long. <laughs> or yeah. what's even better is when I laugh about something, when I think about something and I laugh and I'm in public and I do that <laughs> by myself. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Um, um yeah. let's get it cracking. Yeah, let's <laughs> we can't get talk it to Future Dawn forever. Um, today's July 11th. It is Saturday. We are on some kind of episode in the 50s. Wh- 54. Episode? 54. We're on episode 54. Cool. Have a good week, Future Don. <laughs> um, all right. So, hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of You Don't Know. It's a podcast about wine and, and bullshit. I'm Renee. And I'm Don. And today I am drinking the last little bit of a Riesling that uh, I already started drinking. So I already know what it smells and tastes like. <laughs> Renee's a small person. She can't finish the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this has been open uh, already. So this is like, I don't know. I'm on day three, which is good to know. This wine lasts for more than a day. Um, it doesn't go bad right away. But anyway. Um, this is a Riesling that I picked up because it's hot as hell outside, and I've also been eating some spicy food, and um, uh, this goes well with spicy food because it's got some sugar in it. So um, what I wanted to do really quickly before I tell you about um, what I see and what I smell and all that fun stuff is um, I'm just going to read a little excerpt out of my book called How to Drink Wine. Um, teach me. So this is, this is one of the wines that they put under spicy food wines, which is great because I've been eating Laotian food. I don't, I think that's how you say it from Laos. What? (laughs) It's a South, South Asian or Southeast Asian. It's not Indian. It's like Cambodia, Laos. Oh, yeah. Like that area? No idea. Anyway, it's been spicy. I've been putting chili oil on on my food and fish sauce. And it's gone well. So what this book says about Riesling. Riesling works with spicy food because it tends to contain more sugar than other whites, but not as much as dessert wine. That sugar helps balance out the spice. It's like drinking a glass of milk when your mouth is on fire, except it's wine and not milk, and who over the age of seven (laughs) still drinks milk with dinner? The end. Yeah, I I was about to say, I drink milk a lot, but yeah, I don't drink it for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink milk for dinner. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I drink milk with spaghetti. 
Really? Is it like spicy spaghetti? Is that because like your mouth no. is on fire and uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know that's why. That's weird. Like that's spaghetti and milk. <laughs> that's weirdly specific. I know it is. <laughs> anyway, gotta have my gotta have my spaghetti with a side of milk. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, all right. So this wine is a straw color. Uh, I would call it clear. Um, it, you know, it's, let's see, it's a 2018, so it's only a couple years old. Um, the tearing is pretty light, you know, it's, it's just like an easy wine. So the nose on it is delicate. You can't really smell it from afar. Although when I first opened it, I will say when I first opened it, before I even got my nose to the glass, I could smell it. Now it's, I have to like really stick my nose in there. It might mm-hmm. also be that I had a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so <laughs> that might be playing a role. <laughs> with no glass of milk. No milk. No milk with that cookie. I don't like having milk and cookies. Is that weird? The spaghetti and milk is weird enough. Like, that's already okay. weird. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, good to know. Um, yeah, so I don't smell any, like... Um, I don't smell any faults, so I don't smell like cork or any of the other things that sort of like any of the funks. There's no funks going on. Mm-hmm. I don't smell like wet grass or <laughs> whatever. Um, now, my mom and I had different because my mom's visiting me. My mom and I had different opinions to her. This smelt more like peaches. And to me, this smells more like melons. And that's okay. Mm. You know, um, I know that certain grapes or varietals are supposed to have different scents, you know, and it's supposed to be sort of like indicative of what varietal it is. But, you know, I think it also has a lot to do with like your chemistry and Mm -hmm. I don't know what you've been eating that day. Who knows? But yeah, definitely. No, that's um, definitely true. Yeah. So it smells a little melony to me. Um, I would say it's got a vegetal also like secondary note. Um, but I don't smell any sort of like the earth or the mineral. I would definitely say this is like not barrel aged. Um, Mm. when I taste it, mm, it's bright and yummy. And, um, do you taste like buttery because no. Oh, really? Okay. Cause what it looks like to me, that color, how it's golden like that. Mm-hmm. It seems like it would taste a little bit buttery, yeah. Interesting. Not at all. It's actually just like, it's a little sweet, but not too sweet. It would be great with like, I don't know, the food that I had. I had like, um, well, today I had the rest of Pad Thai, which isn't really Laotian food, but I had um, like some, I don't know what the words are. But it was delicious. <laughs> I was about to like try to say it, and I was like, I don't know. It I mean, I would have just nodded. Good. Um, <laughs> shout out to Champa Garden. Um, uh, but yeah, so nice. I'll also, quickly... yeah, just, oh, go ahead. just I'm just gonna say like tasty summer wine. Drink it cold. The end. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll just quickly go over mine. Mine's a red, of course. I ran out of white. But this time, since it was a Zinfandel, I did uh, put it in the refrigerator for about an hour. Um, most of the times when I drink red, I just put it in the freezer for about 10 to 5 minutes and then I take it out. 
and it's good. Uh, but this, since I didn't have a white and I'm fucking hot, <laughs> I put it in the fridge for a long time. Um, but no, it's great. I, I taste like from the smell instantly like smell like oaky tobacco kind of stuff. Um, the taste tastes like, like blackberry, um, blackberry spice. But yeah, it's a decent wine. Uh, it's a 2017. It's called Fallen Bridge. Um, but yeah, it's it's decent. Nothing to write home about. Oh yeah, mine is um, Vin Libre. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I guess that's what's yeah. From from Alsace. Yeah. Alsace. <laughs> Nice, nice. Should we jump like in the topics? Smacking. I'm over here like... <laughs> it's so gross. I'm sorry. Yes, let's jump into topics. <laughs> let's jump into topics. So today, we're going to talk about the red table. Um, so Jada Pinkett Smith has her show called The Red Table, and this one was very it's special. Called red, it's called Red Table Talk. Oh, Red Table Talk. Yeah. So this one was very special because she pretty much interviewed herself or had Will Smith, which is her hu- current husband, interview her. Um, and so I'll let you kick kick it off and like my me. It- <laughs> uh okay. Um well, this this scenario that uh she's speaking on is about um, August Alsina put out there that he had a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. And, um, you know, social media has been going crazy ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get to the bottom I, I, of what's going on. Everyone's bored, stuck at home, you know. <laughs> what else are you going to talk about? Uh, you should be talking about how um, the cops that killed Brianna Taylor haven't been arrested yet. That's what you should be talking about. Yeah, well, sadly, I mean, that's not that's not how the world works. Just putting a reminder sadly. out there. Yeah, yeah. That no, I, uh, let's yeah. not focus on you know someone else's marriage that literally has nothing to do with anti-blackness in the country. But okay, um, yeah. So <laughs> he decides that he's bored and wants to start some trouble <laughs> and not focus on making sure that the cops that killed Brianna Taylor get arrested. So he decides to put somebody else's business out there. I mean, I guess it's his business, but it's also like this is somebody's marriage. I don't know. Anyway, it it goes out there and I saw it, right? Because I've been checking my Instagram because uh, I need to know when to show up to things. Like, for example, the anti-police terror project had a teach-in the other day, like two days ago. I don't know. What day is it? It's Saturday. What day was that? I have no idea what day it is. There was a day. I was working all day today. To me, today is Friday. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Stop worrying so much. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so I, you know, the anti-police terror project had an amazing teaching about abolitionism and, you know, what they're doing to defund the police and like what the schedule is and how we're supposed to be involved, et cetera. So I'm like constantly on social media now. Remember I was like on this fasting of like, I don't want to be a part of it. It's not on my Mm -hmm. phone anymore. I don't want to delete it because, you know, I still use it on occasion to look up a restaurant or something like that. 
Um, but it's not it's not something that I'm I'm gonna access on a regular basis. But since the murder of George Floyd took place, I've been like on there every day, multiple times a day, just to like double check and make sure that, you know, like I'm staying up to date with what's going on. So that's when that came across. And when I saw it, I was just like, well, they have an open relationship. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and I just yeah. kept it moving. Um, but then it like turned into this whole thing where it was like, get out of my feed. Why are people still talking about it? Mm -hmm. To the point where she had to talk about it on her show. Um, which I find you know, interesting to say the least, uh, or the most really, because honestly, I don't care that much. Mm -hmm. Um, but I thought it was like a good example of a couple going through a thing and talking about it. So what are your Yeah. Thoughts? And, and like, uh, going back to what you said about like, they're in an open relationship and that will quote unquote gave her permission to sleep with other people i think she like dismissed that like she's like no only i we were uh, we were kind of split up at that time she said and only i can give myself permission like you don't give me permission and will like agreed and so i thought that was very powerful um just the whole segment i think uh, was very powerful. Um, I know you you said you mentioned that like there's other things to kind of focus on, and I think they touched on that. Like they're like this is like a grain of sand. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like one grain of sand on like issues that are going around. But right? like for me though, I think it was very powerful to see in uh, a black couple like just going through stuff and like seeing that whole progression because I had the same idea as you as like they've been um like four years ago they've always kind of been in an open relationship and like uh they're it's always talked about in like news sites where like their relationship is on tilt and stuff like that. And so uh from the outside looking in, their relationship always seemed like a broken one. But, like, this cleared up a lot for me. Um, it was very powerful to see, you know, uh, you know, a couple sticking together for that long. I think their, like, their marriage was, like, 25 years, they said? Yeah. 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 20, yeah. And so, yeah, I think there's a lot going on in the world. But, like, that being said, I'm glad that she had this talk. But I'm not, I'm not happy with, like, him going out and telling Twitter and like taking eyes away from other issues, but I'm a hundred percent happy with the outcome and that segment. You're talking about August. Yeah, I'm not happy with August. Well, come on, dude. He's a child. <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> I think him, the two of you are the same age, and I think of him like I think of you like like a little brother. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> he needed attention. Yeah, yeah. He needed attention, but I, I'm so glad that this was like, it ended the way that is very productive. And I think a lot of young people are going to look at this and see, you know, a powerful marriage and see that like, no matter what happens, you can probably get through all the BS that goes all the little things that your partner does and like just get through the mess and just get to 
a 25-year relationship ongoing. <laughs> what did you learn from the talk? Um, I Well, the first thing that I learned was not to take gossip and news websites seriously. They mention it twice. I think Mill, uh, Mill, Will mentioned it once about how we, we haven't said anything about this subject, but news sites were quoting him saying that they told them this. So like, that's so like scummy and like weird. Right. And so that was one. And then Jada, um, she mentioned just the whole thing that I said before of just like we were in an open relationship and Will gave me permission. Um, I love that. Um, uh, I love her response to that. And so that was kind of like two things of just like, don't take the media as word of God. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing was just the overall arc of their relationship. Like, I think it's, I like how casual, like, there was definitely some moments that I thought Will was going to break down and cry, but I like the ending of it and how they high-fived and, like, how they, like, they t- they were talking about it like it was just another grain of sand and, like, or just, like, the Earth and, like, this big galaxy, you know? It's just, like, such a small problem that they had four years ago. And, like, if you look at the time span of their marriage, it's like, yeah, that's, we, it happened, and now we're on to the next thing. And so one of the most powerful moments in the whole segment is when they high-fived, and they're like, <laughs> they, like, shook hands, and I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of just what it taught me. How about you? Um, well... The one thing that I think I'm thankful for is that they are presenting themselves in a real way, you know, like Mm -hmm. typically what we see from social media or even our friends is we see people at their best. We see people in in a lens of which they want to portray themselves for others. And, And it's very difficult to see someone naked. You know, it's it's very difficult even in friend groups to see each other in like how they really feel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you know, you're close with someone when you can share things that make you look ugly, mm-hmm. you know, that that um, are not socially acceptable. Those types mm-hmm. of things like show failure that you can really be like open and vulnerable. Um, and you typically don't see that in social media and i i would even argue that sometimes when we do see s- some vulnerability in social media that it's sort of like performative mm-hmm. vulnerability it's almost like it's being it's like the opposite it's like instead of pretending that everything is okay i'm going to pretend that i'm okay with not being okay you know like mm-hmm. i i don't trust it i just don't i just mm-hmm. don't find it to be genuine um but it's so necessary because I think I think seeing people how they truly are um, through and with all of their flaws allows 
you as the recipient of that information to be okay with your flaws, mm-hmm. you know, to be okay with and, and understand that it's part of like normal life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was glad that they said, you know, that was a point in our time in, in time when we were done. Our mm-hmm. marriage was over. We were, you know, through with each other. Will had, Will, he, I mean, he said, I had left you, you know, like they were, they were through. And so she had this relationship with this, um, man, child, man, child. <laughs> <laughs> um, legally, it wasn't a, it was cleared legally, up. Legally, it wasn't a child. Yeah. He was a baby. Yeah, but. And yeah. just, just for the record, I would say this, even if it was Will, like I do not discriminate on the, on the, oh, yeah, sure. if you are, if you are under the age of like 30, I think of you as a child. So you're in that boat too. Um, But yeah, so, you know, it's just that, uh, so she had this relationship with this human, (laughs) um, and, you know, and then they, and they were able to come back from that and they were able Mm -hmm. to just like, we have this marriage and I love that they like pounded on bad marriage, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really like something real to sort of let resonate with you that relationships aren't perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, that you're going to, when you're going through things in life, if you choose to have a partner during your life, that those things are going to involve that partner with you. Mm -hmm. And that you should be prepared um, to affect that person or for that person to affect you and that the two of you, if you were in a true partnership, should be able to move on through that. Um, yeah. And that to me was like really inspiring um, to see that there are people out there that have figured out a way to make that work. Mm-hmm. Um I have zero faith that I will ever meet anyone that is (laughs) capable of that. Um, But, you know, everything that I've seen in my personal life has shown me the opposite. But it was nice (laughs) to see, you know, that someone out there has been able to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that in in perfectness of that, like, I don't know. That's what made it real for me. So like in like the YouTube atmosphere, that that weird bubble, there's these things called like apology videos where someone gets canceled. They make an apology video. Right. And it always seems disingenuous because they always talk about how or not even talk about how whatever. But like it always seems like they're just sorry that they got caught. But here, I felt like it was genuine, like, I am sorry for putting you through this, like, talking to the other partner. She didn't apologize. What was she sorry for? Well, she was addressing, she was, like, addressing that she definitely confirmed that it was a rough time during their relationship. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you're, you're correct that she did not apologize, but she addressed that it was a rough time for both will and her 
to continue the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I that I also love and that brought me like that uh like that authentic feel was that um she was saying that she got in an entanglement, right? And then Will was like, "No, I want you to exp- I want you to expand on that. You know, uh, you were in a relationship." And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and so like, even yeah, just that, even that, just that of correcting your partner, and then like, uh, most partners will take that negative, like you're correcting me, like no. <laughs> and so just that, uh, just that kind of transition was inspiring honestly i love being wrong i mean i'm glad that he corrected her or what have you but i think that being wrong is like one of the one of the best things that people should really hold on to Mm. um you know i am like (laughs) let me say this first and foremost i'm a know-it-all but (laughs) i love being wrong because then that means i've learned something Right. Like if someone is able to point something out to me, it's like, uh, you know, and they sort of like hold me to a higher standard. Then I'm like, okay, great. Thank you for letting me know. Now I know (laughs) I was wrong and I'm going to move on. And now I get to level up my know it allness, you know, Um, (laughs) because that's one more like feather in my hat of learning. Um, Mm. so yeah, that was great. I'm still going to call it an entanglement because I loved that. That's what she said. (laughs) I would call all of my previous relationships entanglements because they never (laughs) lasted. You know, I've had a series of entanglements. I've had a series of failed entanglements. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and so I gave up. (laughs) So. <laughs> entanglement free for the last two Ent- years. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it entanglement free for the rest of my life. How about you? Oh man, no. I think I like. I see like, damn. Yeah, I don't know. I see that 25 years, and they have two beautiful kids. You know, it's like, oh, I want that. <laughs> more power to you you know well, who what? Knows? If, I, if i actually believed it was possible how have we successfully avoided not having a relationship episode and here we are i don't even want to talk about this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like not something that i want to talk about i've already deaded it i've buried it i have turned it all off i like i said entanglement free for the next however long for the rest of my life but good luck to you donald yeah if you know if someone's out there listening to this you know i'm looking for entanglements (laughs) (laughs) no you're looking for a relationship yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) thank you for correcting don't be like me you don't want an entanglement what you want is a relationship all i come up with is entanglements i throw my line out there and then i and then i reel it in right yeah. and then i pull it out and i'm like the tanglement again and then i throw that <laughs> shit back and then finally i was like i'm putting this pole down yeah. goodbye and i Stop said goodbye show. yeah and then i trip on my way to the car <laughs> <laughs> you try to throw like the fish back but you end up flopping over yeah. the boat yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
like some little mm. limp ass baby fish or something. Not worth anything. <laughs> like, oh my god, you oh, again man. busted. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. good luck out there, everyone, with all of your entanglements and hopefully relationships. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can make it twenty five years like Jada and Will. Yeah. Hey, right, that's the episode. This is gonna be a nice twenty-five minute. Love it. Let's go. <laughs> Get you a hot twenty-five, boy. Hot twenty-five. The marriage was twenty-five years. This episode is gonna be twenty-five minutes. Let's go. Bye. Let's go. Man, it's, it's when you go to your hotel room and they got the cheese and the fucking pepperoni sliced on a little wooden board waiting on you. New jewelries, new taste level shit, she be schooling me.